0: Well, welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And uh, for those of you that uh, maybe haven't been watching the news last couple of days, uh, the Queen of England has died and uh, the Kenai Peninsula Borough has elected a new king slash mayor, uh, Mike Navar, former mayor Mike Navar. And it was a bit of a little bit of a hot topic here on the Kenai Peninsula Borough because it seemed like it was lacking any sort of public process and for those folks that have kind of been in the trenches on the Kenai Peninsula Borough News, um, you've you've seen people just be up in arms about a lack of a public process and we're going we're to talk a little bit about that today but I do have a very special guest with me today, Kenai City Council member Tia Winger. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show.
1: Hi, John. Thank you very much for having me, and good morning, Alaska.
0: Well, I'm so excited you're with us, and, uh, and this gives folks in Alaska and really all over the U.S. and around the world, we have listeners in the U.K. and Australia and things like that, a chance to get to know you. Um, so give us a little snapshot of, um, you know, you're on the city council for Kenai, but what was it, you know, what first got you interested in running for public office in the first place, I think you maybe have ran once before, um, but give us that story of why you first ran for public office.
1: Yes, thank you, John. So, you know, I was born and raised here in Kenai. I'm a 2002 graduate from Kenai Central High School. My husband's a 2001 graduate from Skyview, and we have three children we're raising here that are 12, nine, and seven and ultimately i just want to leave a good legacy behind for our kids and offer them something in our community that will retain them on a long term i don't want to worry about my kids leaving the area and then trying to get them to come home so it was you know a grassroots effort i think we've seen a lot of grassroots effort in our state and they wanted younger people to be involved and i started you know working on campaigns working for campaigns door knocking sign waving And it just seemed to be the next process is once you've donated to campaigns and support campaigns to run a campaign. So I did run a campaign two years ago and lost to the incumbent by 51 votes. And I just refocused for a couple of years on my family. And when COVID hit, there was a lot of money that was flushed through our our city. And I wanted to make sure that the people's voices were being heard on those matters and how we were gonna spend the money.
0: I love it. So for folks listening, this has been a common thread as I sit and have the opportunity to sit down with folks that are elected and whether it's city council or a borough assembly or house of representatives or, you know, us senators, people have lost their first couple races more often than not in these conversations. And they've picked themselves up by the bootstraps and they've gone and ran again. I think that that's, there's something to say for that what, what kind of advice do you have uh, for folks that maybe are on the ver- on the edge of maybe wanting to throw their name in the hat for, you know, let's say a local service board or something like that, or maybe they have before they lost and they did it 10 years ago and they just like, I can't do this again. I lost my first time. What's some advice you'd give to them about kind of getting back out there?
1: Well, you know, that's great you say that. I'm I'm competitive. I'm athletic. I was raised in a fill a need, see a need, fill a need. Um, mentality. And, you know, my first race, I lost by 51 votes. This last race, I got a 735, won all three of my precincts and nearly all the absentee votes as well. Um, Just refocus, take your time, have a plan when you come out and work hard on it. And, you know, that's one thing my family does is we work hard. My husband works 16 hour days for months on end in the construction industry and so, you know, buttoning down and working hard is ultimately the best you can do, staying engaged. You know, I've got three kids, so I'm really active in the uh, community with the schools, um, really just being engaged so you know what the issues are in your community. And once you have an understanding, it really will resonate with the people that you represent.
0: I like that. And and for, for those of you um, that are, you know, maybe don't follow the Kenai Peninsula or Kenai specific politics, the city of Kenai politics. Um, There's layers of it. You got the, you have folks, you know, that do stuff in the borough. And then, you know, we also have city council for the city of Kenai city council for Homer city council for Soldatna. And I think oftentimes people forget about that. And, you know, I'll see comments and, and things where, They just kind of assume everybody's kind of on the same council and there's very distinct different councils. And so um, I'm super excited that you're on the city of Kenai's uh, city council. Is there anything that you've kind of done in your first uh, year or so that you're pretty stoked about or excited about?
1: you know it's to, november will be two years that i've served and you know it's consistent you will know, we meet twice a month so we're consistently working on issues um one of the ones that i've been the most passionate about is our spruce bark beetle um we've got to mitigate this fire hazard and i was able to really work with administration and press for a slash removal site Um, We are gaining an emergency plan and funding through grants right now so that we can start working on our city properties and firewising, which will give a lot of protection to our people. I would like to continue to work on that to offer some relief for the people as well. Um, And I'm hoping that as this continues, we'll be able to offer some personal relief. We, uh, James Basden and I, as soon as he got on, we were able to draw up a resolution that stated that we, we stand for medical freedom you know we're not going to impose vaccines we're not going to impose masks on a city level um, and it we left it to an individual choice as it should have been and so we really held the line on not requiring masks not shutting our city down through the entire pandemic which i'm very proud of and our sales tax collections reflect that we were open and operating
0: i like that and you know a compliment that I'll throw the city of Kenai, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty conservative, kind of lean libertarian guy. And oftentimes folks like myself are not throwing government uh, entities too many compliments. But the city of Kenai, I love the fact that people can just walk into the front door and try to get something done. I had a major project that I was working on, I don't know, a couple of years back that lasted a whole year. And man, the city of Kenai was just phenomenal to work with. I've told this to James Bayston as I'm, uh, you know, sharing kudos with him. Uh, man, they, this was, this was a huge project and they, a uh, private project and man, they just went out of their way to be accommodating. And, and I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised. And so kudos to you and kudos to Paulo Strander for, um, for, for running a, you know, a, a customer focused Uh, city government, which I think is oftentimes not the case uh, with government. So um, next question to you is, this is, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we had a bit of a, we've had a bit of debacle with the Kenai Plinsa Borough mayor interim appointment. Um, I know we talked, we chatted about it a little bit on the front end, but what are your thoughts on it? Um, Do you think it was rushed? Do you think there should have been a public process with other names in the hat? Um, Does it, you know is it fine with you the way it is tell us what your thoughts are
1: no uh skipping public process is never fine with me i'm an advocate for public process and public engagement um, it is not our right to make a sole decision without hearing from the people that we represent i'm proud that um our representative uh for kenai richard Dirk of workian was a no vote and wanted the public process. And so I'm very appreciative that our Kenai representative as well as the Sterling representative, Bill Elam, stood their ground for the people. And ultimately we were elected to represent the people and the process. And when we skip out on including the public in that process, that's not within our leadership. There was no reason to rush that decision. It seemed to be, from everything I'm collecting and seeing, it does seem to be some open meetings violations, um, allegations, and those are strong allegations. I mean, we have an oath we took for office and when we're violating, you know, open meetings acts, it makes you wonder how much other things are happening besides behind the closed doors. But one thing I know from being in government um, for just two years, there's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of inside ball game that the people don't even realize what is all moving in the background. And that seems to be, there was a lot of moving pieces on this one that wasn't very transparent for the people. I would have liked to seen this handled differently. Um, James Basden, I know put his name in for it. He would have been a great pick. Um, just bringing that to the public. And that was the whole process that I think was skipped completely.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate for, for folks that are listening and they're like, what are you guys even talking about? The Kenai Peninsula Borough mayor resigned to focus on his governor's race and the assembly did a lay down the day of the meeting, uh, the day of the assembly meeting to appoint uh, an interim mayor, uh, former mayor Mike Navarre, uh, that was all teed up and ready to go. And I think, you know, a lack of a public process is the biggest issue here. It doesn't have anything to do with Mike Navar, at least for me. He's got a resume a mile long, and he's been the borough mayor for nine years. And, you know, the list goes on and on. He's very well qualified for, for doing something like this. The borough employees, um, for the most part, really like Mike Navar. So that part is not the, the issue. It's the issue for me of the lack of public process. And, you know, James based in As an example just like you said put his name in the hat and he either was not considered which is not fair or was considered without the public knowing about the assembly even considering him or deliberating with him and so both of those options are not great he either was not considered at all um, or he was considered and it was secretive behind closed doors without public involvement and so i think they need to redo this whole thing give the public the opportunity to apply uh, and then have the assembly go through just a vetting simple vetting process and pick somebody I think if they did that um, and even if they ended up with picking Mike Navarre through that simple process 99% of the storm would stop squeaking and uh, it's unfortunate the way the assembly handled I do want to thank Bill and Richard they were awesome and uh, you know I guess it is what it is right but you're running for <laughs> You're running for the city of Kenai mayor right now, which is very exciting. You're very well liked among the conservative crowd. The city of Kenai is, uh, for the most part, pretty conservative. Tell us about why you're running for mayor and how it's been going so far.
1: Thank you. So, you know, I'm I'm still new. I'm still trying to gather my footing in politics. I never thought I'd be a politician. I, there was a lot of conversation about running for mayor with various different people, and in the end, it was about a forty-five minute dead before forty-five minutes before the deadline when I grabbed a packet and collected my twenty-two signatures in a rainstorm and turned my packet <laughs> into file. So um, it, it definitely wasn't planned. Um, really. I feel that the the, no seat should go unchallenged and there was no challenger to the mayor seat. our mayor has served for 12 years. I think it's time for, you know, fresh energy, new visions. um, Hard work. I'm willing to put the time and the effort and the work in. And so therefore I decided that seat shouldn't go unchallenged and I throw my name in last minute. And so far, everything's been going great. You know, it's a lot of work. I'm a mom of three kids. My husband's been gone since May in Bethel, working. <laughs> um, so we're a very active family. We do competitive sports. I keep myself accessible for the people, businesses, and I just ultimately, you know, I hear a lot from my constituents, and they wanted a choice, and so we have a choice come October fourth, and hopefully, you'll they'll vote for me.
0: So, is there a key difference between you and Mayor Gabriel? Um, uh, outside of you just wanted uh, there to be another person on the ballot? Do you you find yourself having a key distinctive between what maybe he's done the last 12 years and what you'd be doing as the new mayor?
1: Yeah, you know, I think the biggest difference is his vision, you know, stops at the bluff project that we've got, the receding bluff project. My vision goes beyond that of growing the city for future generations, Mm -hmm. and that's with more development, working through our permitting process, working with the developers, getting our land out. We have you know, over 300 parcels of land that we can get out and really grow development. We have a whole industrial area that could see growth with trade schools. I mean, I really would like to welcome trade programs into our city. Um, and those are just some of my visions, which definitely differ from his. You know, I'm really engaged and active because I've got three young kids I'm in the schools I'm in the community uh, his kids are I graduated with his son so you know we're you know he's old school generation um, good old boys club doings and I'm I represent the people I stand for the people and I represent the people and our small businesses and I fight for them, and I would continue to like to fight for them.
0: Well, that's awesome. I, I wish you luck in that. Um, I think it's regardless of if somebody, you know, he's probably done a great job making sure that that bluff project is going to be uh, accomplished, which is a huge task. It's a mm-hmm. multi million dollar project, you know, 30 20, 20 to 30 years in the making. And him and Paul Ostrander and the city council are kind of seeing it through there as you guys are on the five yard line, which I think is super important. Yes. Um, but I think there's something to be said about getting somebody new in there, regardless of how awesome the previous mayor has been. And so um, I wish you luck. I, I, I hope that you're successful and, uh, you know, people get out and vote. When is the voting day? Do you need volunteers? How does somebody find your campaign? Give us that rundown.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I have a page on Facebook. It's Tia Winger for Kenai City Mayor and all of my information, everything that's going on is posted there. The election is on October 4th. Anybody that would like to come brace and hold a sign and wave, definitely always welcome anybody that wants to bundle up. We provide some coffee or hot cocoa to keep you warm and whatever you're willing to commit and wave some signs is great. Um, we've got various functions ahead. I look forward to engaging with people. I have a major ice cream social Uh, free for everybody bring friends bring the family come meet me have ice cream with all your favorite toppings on September 24th we've got that event and that's at the Kenai Elks Lodge um, September 24th from noon to two and that's a good way to get out and meet meet myself meet other representatives from the area that will be in attendance.
0: Awesome well is there any other last minute thoughts before we sign off here that you wanted to talk about or Um, The floor is yours before I sign us off here.
1: Thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it. I just want to encourage everybody to be involved. You know, if that's going to meetings, emailing your representatives, get involved. We cannot represent you without hearing from you. I mean, ultimately we stand, I stand for you, I serve for you, with you, and without hearing from you or engaging with you, it's hard to know all the issues and best represent the people. So just get involved, get engaged with your local candidates, your statewide candidates, and you know, this grassroots effort, you know, we can make a difference in our communities, one seat at a time, every seat is important. And I encourage you to be involved in these races.
0: Well, I appreciate it, City Council Member uh, Winger, for joining us on the Must Read Alaska show. Wish you nothing but success as you're on the City Council for Kenai and running for mayor. Um, and I appreciate uh, the uh, uh, respectfulness that you know that you've shown your opponent, even in this interview. I think that speaks volume for who you are. You got to sit by this. Uh, you got to you, you all sit in a small town and twice a month sit on the same bench together. So I think that sometimes it's It's uh, awkward running against each other, especially when you have to work together, but I think you've been super respectful. So kudos to you. I think, you know, you're a rising star in the conservative movement here in Alaska, and I I wish you nothing but success. And for those of you that are listening and joining us, if you listen to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, I want to encourage you to uh, click a review, click a five-star review for us. Every one of those reviews helps us out. If you use our app, if you go to the Google store or the iTunes store and just type in Must Read Alaska into the app store, our app pops up. It's free. It's one of the most downloaded apps, news apps in Alaska. And we want to encourage you to give us a five star review there. If you use it, it's free for you to use. We put a lot of time, money, resources into that. As you can imagine, developing an app uh, costs a lot of money. And we are thankful to do that for, for folks here in Alaska. We just ask that you leave us a review if you like it. And so. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have Senator Shelley Hughes on here in about five minutes, so we're having a doubleheader here today. So I appreciate everybody joining us. And then until some, until uh, next time from somewhere in Alaska, literally in five minutes, I'm John Quick signing off. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, City Council Member Winger.
1: Thank you.